Welcome back, everybody, to the Turning Hearts Podcast. I'm Ryan Phillips. This is Dennis Aldi. Yep. How you doing? Doing great. Awesome. Good to see you this morning. I always enjoy this. Yes. Well, this morning, uh, let's talk about communication between uh, husband and wife. Yeah. Uh, this is aimed particularly at all the husbands, uh, this podcast, but uh, this one would probably be more suited for both, both. together. Yep. Well, um, and that's... Communication is a two-way street. <laughs> there you go. If one's communicating and the other one's not, it isn't going very far. That's for sure. Yeah. Yeah. So, um, you know, there's a problem on one side. Maybe maybe there's a lot of disconnect at the end of the day um, where there's some issues to be, you know. Where if you've got children, you've, you've got to be on some sort of communication. Yeah. yeah. I mean, there's a lot to talk about as a married couple, but the, even with, the, with children and... In relationship issues, there's a, always more to talk about. So, yeah, how do we address these issues with one another? Yeah, well, and and I'll, I, I I know these scenarios in that I'm I'm living them. Mm-hmm. Uh, all my friends live them. Uh, the classic one, you know, we need to talk about something, but there's fear about what is this going to cause or what, it, and so we just don't. At least men typically don't. Mm-hmm. You know wives for the most part, and this isn't in every case, but I, I would say they'll normally bring up something. And, um, you know, here, here's what I see just period in communication, any subject. It's one of the top. I remember the very first, um, not our marriage counseling, premarital counseling that my wife and I did, but we had been married a very short time we purchased some videos by, I think it was um, Gary Smalley, a pretty pretty well-known Christian. Uh, I don't know exactly what he did, but uh, it was on marriage. And he listed like the top three biggest issues in your marriage and communication was in there. Mm-hmm. So this is the subject. How do we communicate? And after being married 31 years, it's still, I mean, it's still just a a big subject. But my experience has been that the Lord intended for us to have great communication. And many couples, they end up, I mean, that's a lot of those years working out. How do we communicate? But I think it it boils back to the subject of, so many of our marriages never accomplish what I call just the trust that we're on the same team so that we can communicate. Because if you're not sure you're on the same team, you're worried, well, is this going to be a fight against a, a foe? Mm-hmm. Are we friends so we can work it out? Yeah. And, and I would encourage men and women right now, if your spouse, whether it be your husband or your wife, if you can't discuss difficult things with them and it be for the sake of resolution, I mean, what is the marriage? I mean, in in realities, and that would mean that now you have a justification to end it. No, it means we need to fix the communication. We need to fix what we believe about each other Um, because only a team can communicate what is necessary in marriage. I mean, marriage, you need to be able to the subjects that are going to be talked about are really deeply emotional, deeply personal. Deep, it, it's all about, and our life depends on it. Mm-hmm. Yeah. 
I mean, we have to make a $100,000 decision in the next week, and we need to communicate. Yeah. And it doesn't need to be my way versus your way. It needs to be what what is the what is the Lord? What, what do we need to go do here? Mm-hmm. And, you know, it's our greatest desire is to have help in decisions. Mm-hmm. I mean, both. You know, we yeah. need the strength of, of the, the, the perspective that we both have. So all that to say the issue is, are we on the same team? Mm-hmm. Are we? And, and I, I would encourage husbands and wives, really seek out your answer to that question. Are we on the same team? In every way. I mean, and then if you've never played sports, to be on a team and learn how a team communicated... Uh, it, it'll be a little, maybe you can think of it in a different way. The same office team, the same, you know, a, a, a team of people in the office and we got a vision and a, a job, a project we got to accomplish. And I don't necessarily always think like another person on it. So I've got to find a way to communicate. Mm-hmm. We have to do it. Yeah. Um, I would what, say uh, probably a majority are not thinking that way. Yeah. I mean... Unfortunately, well, and and and, and that is the difficulty again, and so that's the way our marriages are. We don't think that way. Yeah. So communication is so difficult. We feel so disconnected, and we just live life. We come home. We wish we could talk. We don't talk. We say, "Well, maybe tomorrow." Mm-hmm. We get up and we go through that day, and we're tired. Yeah. And we get up and go through the next day, and then we go months and years. And, and unfortunately, in those situations, there's a resentment growth that we're not aware of. And then something, somebody does try, and, it, and I don't think she's on my team or she doesn't, th- and now the blow-ups happen, and, well, I ain't going there again. Yeah. You know, so all these things reinforce. So um, I'll say it um, in this way, you know, whose team are you on really is the question. <laughs> We have to do everything possible to convince ourselves that our spouse is on our team. And then do everything possible. If, if you're the husband, do everything possible to convince your wife you're on her team. Mm-hmm. That y'all are on the same team. Spouse, wife, do everything possible to convince your husband you're on his team. Mm-hmm. And then, you know, I always, uh, all my answers are go out on a date. And talk about this. That, I mean, that's just, hey, can we be honest enough to say communication is hard? Mm-hmm. And could we, what could we do to where we begin to trust? Now, this is where Darren and I really teach a whole two-hour class on trust. Because trust, we first thing pops to mind, oh, I trust my wife. They're not going to go cheat on me tonight. Or my husband. Hopefully we trust that. Yeah. If not, we need to talk about that. <laughs> yeah. I mean, that's a, you know, that's a real one. Yeah. Uh, but trust is so much deeper than just a um, cheating type of situation. It's way deeper. Yeah. It's, do I trust that you are for me? Mm-hmm. And do you trust that I am for you? Will I fight with you rather than always against you? Yeah. And we know how our marriages go. Some subject comes up, and instead of talking about the issue, we're so convinced they're against us that we're just fighting them. Mm-hmm. We're not. The subject is toilet paper, and which way it rolls off the. I mean, and everybody always jokes about that one, but yeah, I mean, 
they're those types of subjects. So it proves the issue isn't the toilet paper. The issue is, is I don't know that you're on my team. You're on my side. So I've got to stake my side louder to convince you to come to it. Mm-hmm. And if you don't come to it, and both husband and wife are doing it, if you don't come to it, you must be against me. And so you're my enemy now. Mm-hmm. But I love you. So I'm loving. I'm just, then there's no communication. Yeah. Um, my wife and I, we, it, it's really me just kind of having a revelation. We were having an argument one day and, um, this was quite a few years ago, but she made a statement to me in the argument and, and just, I thank the Lord for the, the Holy Spirit just to let me hear my own thoughts because she made the statement in the middle of an argument, well, when you talk to me, you make me feel like you think I'm stupid. And I don't know how, again, the grace of God, when she said that, I heard my own thoughts go, I got them all. And when I heard that, my heart broke, literally in this middle of this heated kind of, and I don't know how heated it was, but we were disagreeing, mm-hmm. arguing. I heard that and I just went, oh no, I, I, don't, I, don't, I don't believe something right about her. The fact that that thought is there mm-hmm. tells me and then the fact that she's making that statement says when we discuss things, I'm not on her side rallying for her and rallying for us. She thinks I'm just, you're this, and if you'd fix you, we'd all be better. Mm-hmm. Which are most of our arguments. Mm-hmm. Most marriage arguments start off, should we go buy this $200 item or not? Yeah. Or or $10,000 item. I don't know. I'm just, you know, should we do this with the kids? Should we allow this with the kids? Should we allow this in our home? Uh, They start off with something that we got to talk about, but within one or two trigger words, it's just me versus you and who's going to give in. And we're not fixed until one of us gives in and most often we never get the subject communicated about to deal with. And so now we just, again, I know. Yeah. So when I heard that, I began repenting. Mm-hmm. I did. I, I, I just kind of ended that discussion argument that day. I went into my quiet time with the Lord and I said, Lord, I need to repent because I believe something about my wife. I don't believe she's my friend. Uh, I am sitting here and my communication with her is, you're, you're someone that's probably against me, so i got to stake my claim to see if you'll be persuaded to what I am or and, and the vice versa. This is what's going on. And I believe she's... And I, I, we, don't, we never even allowed the word stupid in our home. No, none of our children in my life, we can use because we think it's such a harsh word. Mm-hmm. But here she is. She says it to me, and I heard my thoughts say, well, you kind of are. Mm-hmm. And I didn't, you know, thank God I didn't say that in the argument because that wouldn't have helped the argument. <laughs> but <clears throat> long story, a real talk that should happen on the subject of trusting the good in one another, trusting we're on one another's side. I repented before the Lord. Lord, I want to think about my wife the way you think about her. And 
And, and I really, I mean, I, I went before the Lord and said, I can't find the Bible where you say my wife's stupid or you even think people are stupid. You know? Yeah. Help me, Lord, help me. How do you think about my wife? And the Lord began to change that. And in this whole process of my repentance as a husband to the Lord, I was able to go to my wife eventually and say, you know what, I, I did believe a lie about you. And I did believe because you were, so, I mean, you grow up in two different cultures, homes. And the way, the way you handled problems is different from the way my family, the way you bought things is different from the way my family, the way you like things or celebrate things or don't sell. All of it's different. So we look at their way and just think, man, I would never do it that way. Mm-hmm. It's not because their way is wrong and your way is right. That's what we think. And so all these things, the enemy's coming to us in every area saying, see, they're not very smart. See, they don't, they don't, they're not for you. They're against you. Every time you bring something up, she's always saying the opposite. Or every time she, the wife brings up, he's, we're against each other. The, the enemy is a liar. And he offers you a lie every minute about your spouse. Really? I mean, just the way they, the phone rings and the way they react to the, a, a commercial that it didn't bother you, but it bothered her uh, on the TV, uh, whatever. Mm-hmm. You're just offered a lie about them. So how do we fix it? Yeah. We repent. We ask the Lord to show us, do I, do I believe some things about my wife or my husband that you don't? You naturally would. If you don't, I want to meet you. That answer is always just yes. Yeah, the answer is yes, you do. And it doesn't mean you're terrible or or she's terrible. Mm -hmm. It means you need to get in touch. How does the Lord think about me, Dennis? How does he think about my wife, Dara? And I want to think about me the way he thinks about me. And I want to think about my wife the way he thinks about her. And I'm convinced, I'm convinced it, it'll be great. It'll actually be good thoughts. It'll actually be thoughts of their their abilities, thoughts of their strengths, not always pointing out their weaknesses. Yeah. And as I begin to rewrite, and, and we don't rewrite those by some miracle. Mm-hmm. It just I don't go to sleep tonight and wake up and I have all... No, I train my mind. The Bible tells us to take every thought, and I actually think it's all of them. It's everyone. So it's so. How many thoughts do you have a day? That's how often you do this. Yeah, literally. Yeah. You take every thought captive, Lord. When she said that, I'm thinking, I can't believe. She, how would she ever? That is so dumb. Take that thought captive mm-hmm. and say, No, that is not what you think right now about my wife. Yeah. And throw it out, and then begin to train your mind to the truth. Jesus loves my wife. Jesus loves me. And I, I'm always saying it towards the wife because I'm a husband, but this goes both ways. And so in our life, what happened is I began to retrain my thoughts and I repented to my wife that I had a negative thought. Now, I would advise husbands and wives taking the time. How do I really think about my wife? You may not need to share them with her or the husband, wife. What do you really think about your husband? It may not help to share them because they could be very offensive. Because yeah. the reality is the devil wants us to really believe bad things about him. Yeah. But we can still confess, I've had negative thoughts about you. I repent, will you forgive me? And then once forgiveness happens, now there's this, in my wife and I did this, now I vow, just like my marriage vows I won't break, 
Lord willing, mm-hmm. I vow to always give you the benefit of the doubt. When you do something that I'm just like, how could you, instead of doing that, I'm going, you know what? If she had more information, if it was possible, she wouldn't do it that way. Mm-hmm. She wouldn't hurt me. She would never intentionally hurt me. Mm-hmm. So getting the husband and the wife to the place where we make that commitment one to another. And, and so Darren and I, we walked through this in communication. I repent. Will you forgive me? Yes. Now I'm going to make a commitment to you as my wife to always believe you're on my team. Yeah. To always believe you're on my side. So now when we bring up really hard subjects, they're not threats. Yeah. They're, we need to talk. Let me hear your heart. And if we disagree... We at least say, I understand where you're coming from, and I appreciate that we're in this together. Mm-hmm. Let's keep working on this till we come to something. Mm-hmm. Now, obviously, we've said this, you know, if a decision has to be made by date, then if there's still disagreement, at least there's been the communication. At least the husband has heard the wife, uh, you know, her perspective if he has to make this decision. But hopefully we still get to talk. Mm-hmm. But here's what's the killer of communication. It's the belief that they're not for you. Kills communication. Yeah. It's the lie that they're not on your team. And, and I keep using that language. It's the lie that they're out to put you down, to rob you of something, yeah. to keep you back. And the devil tells us those all day long. Mm-hmm. See, they don't want you to have fun. So I just want you to be miserable. Yeah. See, they just don't want you to. I mean, and wives are told that, see, your husband just wants to control you. He's just a meanie. And so when we talk to each other, if we believe that secretively, subconsciously, no matter what we say, that's how it's said. It's heard whether yeah. you say it or not. Yeah. That's how my wife said, when you talk to me, it sounds like you think I'm stupid. And I never had the thought, well, my wife is just a stupid woman. Mm-hmm. But by the grace of God, I heard a thought when she said it. Well, you kind of are. And I knew then, now the Lord doesn't think my wife's stupid. Funny thing is, in our stories, her name literally means pearl of wisdom. And so here I, you know, so that all these things just realizing, what do you believe about your spouse? Mm -hmm. Go to the Lord with it. Confess it to him. Repent of it to the Lord. Go to your spouse and repent of wrong beliefs. I wouldn't necessarily encourage you to label them all mm-hmm. it, without some real help in that situation. And then begin to say, I'm going to believe the good in you. Yeah. And then train your mind to always talk about the good. That's the other thing that I begin doing in our relationship is verbally. And, and men, we should do this in our homes all the time. Just for no reason. Just sitting at the table, mm-hmm. riding down the road, in the house, you're doing dishes or she's doing dishes and you're just over there. You said, you know what I was thinking about you today? Mm-hmm. Boy, you're the best team member there ever was. I'm so thankful for you. I love the way you do this. I love the way you care for our kids. I can tell you really do. You're a great mom. Mm-hmm. I love the way you care for me. Jesus in in Ephesians chapter 5, about verse 25, he says, Husbands, love your wives like Christ of the church, and and blah, blah. And it says, And Christ washed her with the water of his word, Mm -hmm. so that he might present to himself a pure and spotless 
bride, mm -hmm. or a bride without spot or blemish is the actual word. And when I heard that, I thought, oh, wait a minute. My job as a husband, and if you'll do it, the wife will start doing it more. Oh, yeah. Is is to speak these things that cleanse her. Speak the truth about from God's perspective. You know, we're all failing. We all got bad weaknesses. And it, it takes a blind person to find your weaknesses. Mm -hmm. means it takes nothing at all. No sight whatsoever. Your weaknesses can be known. Yeah. But it takes, it takes someone with the eyes of the Lord to identify people's strengths and constantly bless them for them and call those out. And as you wash her with the water of, oh, I appreciate the way you do this, you'll see her heart will just begin to change. And vice versa, women, I, I say this to you, men's, our number one biggest fear is that our wives think we are not good enough. Mm -hmm. It just is. Yeah. So wives, find a way to look and identify the strengths that your husband does and spend five times more time mm -hmm. calling those strengths out than calling the weaknesses out. We know we have weaknesses. You know, wives, you know you have weaknesses. And how much encourage and how much do you want to communicate with the Lord if you think all he's going to do is tell you all your problems? Mm -hmm. No. How much do you want to communicate with a friend if all they're going to do is say, you know, you're really bad at this. You're terrible, and I don't know if I really want to be around you. You don't want to be around that person. No. Or open up to them or anything. Yeah, you can't communicate with them. No. So communication begins with a foundation. You really do want me to succeed. You really are on my team. Yeah. I really am on your team. And I won't believe the opposite. Mm -hmm. I won't. I, every time I have the thought, oh, she's, and, and this is one, she's just always this way. Mm -hmm. No matter what, she, oh, I wish she didn't do the kids this way. Mm -hmm. uh, just, just, those are natural thoughts. Mm -hmm. Just say, Lord, show me how you think about it right now. What do you think about, because you know what, here's the deal. I've yet to meet a person that the Lord couldn't really go, boy, you stink, you're a dirty, rotten rascal. Mm -hmm. I, there's no one that's not that. And how does he relate to us? Does he relate to us on the dirty, rotten, rascal principle? We'll get the lowliest of low. Yeah, no, no, yeah. He specializes in he, he He looks at us as if we're awesome. Mm -hmm. He does. Mm -hmm. And the fact that he treats us that we're way better than we are causes us to say, well, I want to be better. Yeah. Well, guess what? In marriage, if you could look at your spouse and believe they're really actually more awesome than they are and call it out and make that your language, guess what? They're going to want to be those things. Mm -hmm. I mean, they can't not. I promise you, it, it's, a, it's an experiment. I've watched it happen with people. Mm -hmm. I watch it with my kids. Mm -hmm. The more I speak their, high, their qualities, the more they want to be even better at those and even other qualities that they're not good at. Mm -hmm. So we need to make the day short, so yes. I'll kind of end there. Yeah. Um, we can, can you, go on. I mean, the, yeah. the, the other one, I, I think we should spend some time on trust. I think that would be a good one. Yeah. Um, and, yeah, I mean, it's just such a powerful, it's a powerful thing, not just for a marriage relationship, but like you're saying, with your kids', kids. relationship, yeah. even even friend relationships that you yeah. have and how you treat people. Couple to couple, yes. brother to brother. You know what I mean? Just every relationship is yeah. deeply needed. Yeah. 
And it all comes from a place of how do we think the Lord sees us? It does. I mean, it, so it is birth there. We go everywhere with it. But we so appreciate you guys' uh, attention and coming and, and listening and yeah. responding. Uh, go ahead and e- email uh, Dennis at Dennis at... Actually, let's do info at turninghearts.com. Info. Info. I've got that one set up better now. Info okay. at turninghearts.com. That'll be great. Yes. Uh, give us your questions. We'd love to answer. And, uh, yeah. And yes. we can talk more about communication, some yes. because... It's, there are ways to learn to communicate. Yeah. And we didn't get to get into those. We didn't get to communicate that today. Yeah. We were dealing with the foundation that will allow us to begin to do those. Yes. Ways. Well, bless you all. Have a good one. Yep. Amen.